Did you have a rough week at work? Did you buy Dogecoin at its peak? Did your girlfriend cheat on you with your brother? If you answered yes to one, some, or all of these questions, boy, do I have a solution for you. Cloud8 Delta 8 THC is the perfect product to take a little bit of the edge off. Cloud8 has disposables, gummies, vape pens with an array of different flavored carts and strands, and much more. My personal favorite is the Blueberry Kush disposable that I like to hit on an occasional Friday night or Sunday. Give it a nice little hit and then boom, 10 minutes later, all I want to do is smile and talk about aliens. What's better than that? The best part about it is that it's completely legal to buy at the store, and if you want to learn more about the product, you can at cloud8delta8.com. That's cloud8delta8.com. If you're like me and just want to take a little break, I highly suggest Cloud 8 Delta 8. Take a rip and enjoy life. What's up, my guys? We are back. This is the Juice Box with episode 88. 88 for life. Gridiron Gang said it best. Big Czar, what's up? Dude, that's so funny you said that. Yesterday I was thinking, I was like, I wonder what he's going to say for 88. And that's what came to mind yeah. was Gridiron Gang. Dude, that, that's a, in my opinion, that's a very underappreciated movie. But that is such a, such a, line from that movie that just stuck in my brain dude it's like 88 for life 88 for life that's a really good movie honestly i remember i saw it in high school i think soft maybe freshman year freshman or sophomore year and like we saw it with like a big group of classmates and like yeah we said that all around the halls for like the rest of the year like nine five or yeah that's that's like one of our generation sports movies yeah there was gridiron gang friday night lights coach carter Coach Carter. Mm. And Miracle came out around that time, too, even though that was kind of like a true story-ish that, type deal. But that, wasn't Coach Carter true, too? Yeah. Yes. Coach Carter because... and Friday Night Lights both were the first two sports movies, at least that I can remember, where the team lost. And, that yeah. and you're, all like, you're all like, what? Like, they lost? And um, it is definitely a true story because who's the, uh, who's the, who's the big star player on the other team? Tyshawn? Yeah, yes. That's that's Tyson Chandler. Ty Crane. Really? Yeah, that's who that's based off of. Ty Ty Crane. Like right? Yeah. LeBron right. Yeah, that's James? right. Ty Crane. Right? I'm the only Ty Crane. I'm the only Ty Crane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Dude, that's I, cool. I did not know that actually. Dang. No, yeah. but uh, Gridiron Gang was uh, pre-rock, oh. pre-modern day rock, where he wasn't like super jacked. Yeah, he wasn't like massive. He yet. had hair. All right, let's let Wild. let's that, let's break this down real quick. The Rock, human specimen, we know that. Is it worth it waking up at four fifteen every morning just to keep that see, body? See, I think about this a lot. Well, okay, being healthy, yes, good idea, but I am not for waking up that early, working out like four times a day. Like for what? I get you're a, a movie star. And you have a persona you have to have, but it's like, 
Don't you want to enjoy yourself well, a little bit? Didn't wasn't it on that uh, Zac Efron show? The one where he visited all the different yeah. uh, places. Correct. Wasn't he on there saying he was like depressed when he was like having to live that way? Oh, I forgot to, about that. Keep yeah. his body so like super it, chiseled. It was the episode where they went to that that one little island off the coast of Italy where he ate a bunch of pasta. The blue zone. Yeah, and whatever. like you literally could see, uh, we talked about this before, but I'll say it again. Like you could see it in his face. He's like, man, like you need this. Like this, this is making me happy. Like talking about carbs. He's like, I hadn't eaten a carb in like five years. Or I made up a years, but like in years where I was just eating stri- like a strict diet, nothing else, no cheat meals. You know what I mean? Well, it's I, like, it, I, I get being healthy, but it's like, you have to enjoy yourself a little bit. I agree 100%. Like, I, I can't even, it is so hard to cut carbs out. I, I truly don't know how, how you can do it. Do you want to know what's wild, though? And, again, this is when I lived at home and my mom cooked, so it was kind of easy because they were doing it. After three weeks, it's the best I've ever felt uh, to date. Oh, I, yeah, 100%. But the hardest part is those first, like, two or three weeks. And another thing is sugar and candy, too. Like, when you do that on that kind of diet, like that was the first I'm trying to think of how old I would have been. I probably would have been 23 or 24. That was the first time in my life that I realized how much of a sugar craving you actually have that you don't even realize that you do because we're so used to eating it all. And I just remember wiping that out in three weeks. And then like, I did pretty good actually. It's when I worked at enterprise and wheeling and was pounding through. And then the first time I ate some kind of candy or donut, I was done. Yeah. There was nothing I could do because I was like, candy 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 all the time it's it's weird it's well no sweets definitely do that to me at least like i don't crave them now because i don't eat them i try to stop eating them but like if i go on a kick which i have many times throughout my life where i just eat cookies or donuts like i want it all the time yeah dude it's you want to talk about addiction like humans are like low-key addicted to many things that like you wouldn't consider like an actual addiction but it is yeah and like i know this is gonna sound funny but like i think i literally have a problem where excuse me if you put food in front of me for some reason in my brain it it like tells me that i have to eat it all when i go out to eat i always get two burgers and whatever like even if even if i cut out the side part i just tell myself that i need all that food and then I buy that food and I have to eat it because I spent my money. I just, I'm, I'm always like wondering if other people feel that way. Well, I, that's exactly how, well, some people, this isn't me, but some people were raised like it was a rule in their family. Like you don't leave the dinner yeah. table till like your plates clean. Yeah, dude. Stuff like that. I'm sure that's a big part of it. Oh, definitely. I, I never even thought, like I never that. even thought of that. I wasn't raised like that, but I know someone who was, and, like, they're always cleaning their plate. But, like, yeah. for me, personally, I always end up cleaning my plate. Yeah. Unless it, unless I didn't like the meal. Yeah. Like, what, if I didn't like the food, then I'll kind of just be like, nah. Well, I, I could say me and JT were probably raised like that. Like, growing up, we... You know, we we were obviously happy and great, but we didn't have like the most money growing yeah. up. And when we were really young, so we would like eat your food. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. We we would you get know? these meals and have like these opportunities, like got to eat with grandparents and like go to people's houses and like they would tell us like, 
whatever food you get, eat, like make sure you eat all your food. And obviously I'm not blaming it on my mom and dad, but subconsciously over time, it's like, I always tell myself that I need more food than I actually do. And the wildest thing about it is if I know that I don't eat that much food, I feel so much better. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's, it's a constant battle in my head. I mean, I'm going through, through it right now. Like I've been trying to cut down on certain things and watch what I eat and like, you know, like when I go to lunch, like don't eat this big grand fucking meal for lunch. Like yeah. it's not necessary. But I, but every time I'm done, I'm like still hungry. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I could eat that whole meal again. But Dude, you just you know, gotta like, it's a mental thing. You know, it's wild though, because I haven't even touched on this on here or even with like a lot of my friends. Like, really, only like mom, Jake, and dad. Like, ever since I had COVID, like it's confirmed that I had COVID now that I got the blood test and stuff. But my taste and smell is just not the same. And it's like, it's continuing. Like, it's not, I don't want to say, because it's, it's weird. Like, I can taste certain things, and then other things don't taste like how they used to. So, like, meats, like a lot of meats don't taste good to me anymore, which is so sad, because meat is amazing. Like, so, I mean, Jake, you can even attest for me on this. I don't eat, I eat meat like once, one day a week now because like I, it's not, it's You're doesn't. You're not craving it. Yeah, that and it like, I want even when it's being cooked, it smells bad to me. Oh, really? Yes, and it's it sucks because. That does suck. I what, what, my, did, what did you say? There's two off the wall yeah. things. So, so I, and it's so weird too because I've had conversations with random people just from my job talking to a million people like that I've had it, and they have said the same thing before I even say it. So, like, certain smells don't smell the, the, the way that they used to, but they smell like something. So, gasoline, okay, and cigarette smoke smell the same to me now. But they don't smell like either one. It's a new smell. See, How that, weird is that? That's very weird. And, the- and another dude told me the same exact thing before I even told him. Like, it's just so... About the gasoline? Yes. That's, see, that's wild. Yeah. I, and I, this is a confirmed thing. Like, a lot of people have said their senses or whatever haven't ever been the same. Yeah. See, I had... Back in September, I woke up one morning and was like... Head was all foggy. My nose was, was all stuffed up. I was like, oh, shit, you know. Is this a cold or is it COVID? Like, what? Don't know. The next day when I woke up after that my sense of smell and taste was gone. But that can still come with a cold. Yeah. So I didn't get my sense of smell back and taste back for about two weeks. And then even after that two weeks, it was just like very, very dulled for months. I'm talking like months. And it's still to this day, I think, is a little bit more dulled than it used to be. But I went and got the blood test and all that stuff and like, Tested for COVID during that time, I didn't have COVID. Mm-hmm. So unless those tests are wrong, or it's this whole thing's in my fucking head, but yeah. it, it's weird. Like I, there was a, a solid stretch there where, like you know, me and you are obsessed. I think all of us we love the uh, the hot honey garlic. Oh yeah, at pickles they weren't tasting right. Were dude, they? They weren't dude. for months. I was like, I remember you telling me that too. Yeah, I was and like, that's dude, probably these, why they don't taste good anymore. Yeah. Like, not that they didn't taste. No, good, I know exactly what you're like, saying. Dude, my mouth used to water for that yeah. wing sauce. Like, 
and it's got i've noticed it's gotten better so like i think everything's coming around but it's just weird like i don't know if maybe that antibodies test isn't 100 percent accurate and maybe i did have covid and like that it just didn't read it right or maybe i was too far past from the time that i had it to the to where the antibodies were gone well Uh jt failed two covid tests and i mean i know my mom would say this too he definitely had it twice and the first time he had it truthfully was actually kind of scary like we didn't really talk about it but i knew what was going on and i was just trying to comfort him like two or three days in a row he would have to lay that was the second time that was the second time okay so the second time i don't know if i had it that first time i know i got i was sick yeah but two or three days this second time was bad he would have to lay in the bathtub in hot water for like two or three hours and i would just kind of lay in my bed because it's connected not connected but i can see and hear the bathroom and i just would just kind of sit there like making sure he's okay but like i mean i don't want to overstep here but you jt's actually one of the ones that i think whole like psychologically to it fucked with too like he he's obviously great and he's always in a good mood at times but he he actually i i could just see it like fucking with his brain like he would just slow down and it's not that he wasn't um as conversational as normal but he he just was different yeah and i i don't think he's ever really and it's not a bad thing, no but i just don't think he's ever bounced back yeah dude it's weird like it is weird um that because i'm the one like i i try to like not make a big deal out of stuff so i was just it was kind of like i was just dealing with it you know i was like i'm gonna get better like mm-hmm. i'm sick like whatever but like I was waking up. This has never happened to me in my entire life, like any kind of sickness. Like I was waking up in the middle of the night. When I say drenched in sweat, I mean like I felt like I just got out of a swimming pool. Like I was absolutely drenched in sweat. Yeah. You want to know the wildest Un- part unreal, about yeah. all of it now is like, again, I'm not a scientist. Like I can't confirm or deny any of this stuff. Like I don't know what's going on. But now you hear – things coming out like across the country and across the world where they they are almost certain that it was a genetically like modified virus that did get out from a lab which would explain why it affects everybody differently like i guess there were a lot of countries that were looking at this in the beginning and they were like somebody definitely made this like there's no way this is natural which again i know that I know that it was a hard time, but the fact that us humans were able to handle like a genetically modified virus, I don't want to say well, I, I don't want to say well because it's going to make it sound like bad, but like I feel like for something that was kind of made to fuck with us, we kind of weathered the storm okay in a sense. Like it wasn't a Spanish flu where it just wiped millions of yeah, us out. Yeah, I mean... The whole experience and like technically it's not over with, but like I'm I feel very confident like being vaccinated. So like you know, we were just in Orlando, like dude, COVID is not even a thing. Oh down isn't there. that unreal, bro? And well well you see you didn't get to experience Universal the no. next day. Dude, there was no mask policy at all. Not a single policy. Like at Disney, you had to still put a mask on if you were going indoors, at least. 
So like it, it was wild. And I, I have been to universal. I think that was my fifth time. I think that was the most crowded it's ever been, but it wasn't on my, the COVID thing wasn't on my mind. You know what I mean? Like I'm very confident in my vaccine, but I I think to go back, the whole thing was a wild time. And like, technically we're not still through it, but like it, it, it fucked with a lot of people psychologically, even if they didn't ever end up getting COVID. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest here. Like, I'll be honest. There's a lot of people like you probably woke up some days and were like, oh, God, is this COVID? I oh, like it. Oh. I didn't get COVID that I know of, but I, I'll be honest here when I say that not all the time and not the whole time, but sometimes when we go out, we go places, we're around a lot of people and I'm not, I don't do this every time. But if I if my brain somehow clicks and starts to think about it, I do inwardly start to panic might be the wrong word but i start to think about it and i'm like holy shit like there were a couple months that we literally thought that if we were all in this vicinity that 50 or however many percent of us were going to die yeah and now everybody's back it's it's weird i don't know it's weird like i don't think of like when i'm out in public anywhere like it is literally not even a thought in my mind anymore No, it's really not but the weird part is and jake's right like like, I don't talk about it a lot because, I, like I just said, I don't like making shit a big deal. Like, it's whatever. But, like, dead ass. Like, it's like having it, it's like something is, like, not all the time, inside my mind, like, f- trying to fuck with me. It's, I can't even explain it. It's so weird. Like, that shit hit me like a fucking train. And and that's... And it still affects me now. That's like, what's it's crazy. Wild, crazy to me that people want to sit around and like watch news and listen to news that just wants to talk about that, to try to fuck with your brain. Like I know how I am and I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. I can't pay attention to any of that stuff because I become obsessive and I'm like, Oh, this is what they're saying. Oh, this is what so-and-so is saying. I don't want to deal with that stuff. And that's, that's what's scary that there are, I don't want to say a lot of people. I, I don't really know the percentage that just sit around and listen to what people say all day long and just scare the hell out of themselves in their house or wherever they are. And they just live every day in fear where it's like at, at some point you have to just realize that you can regardless what you think it's either going to be there or it's not going to be there you either face the lights or you don't you know what i'm trying to say i'm I'm a big advocate for what you're saying like i think it's unhealthy to sit around all day and fucking listen to to all that oh yeah i really truly do and i i I don't watch the fucking news i hate it i get pissed when my parents turn it on same like i just I think it's like what well, circus like, are we watching right yeah, now? Yeah, and it's just like it's never anything uplifting. No, but it's like, bro, preach. It's not like right. Seriously, preach. It's never anything like good news. That, it's always just yeah. fucked up shit, and it's like, man, I just didn't need to know that. Like, I didn't need to know that this happened here. Like, I that doesn't affect my life. I could have gone my whole life without ever knowing. That. And I know you guys think like this, and it sounds like such a taboo simple thing but if you look at it everybody's like 
why is everybody always in a bad mood? Why is everybody always so grouchy? Why is everybody this? Why is everybody that? It's because everybody is paying attention to all of this stuff that in reality, we really don't need to know. Let, Let the people that are in charge, whether you think elections are rigged, whether you think the right person or the wrong person's in there, let them handle it. I don't need to know about things that are going on with the who or the CDC. Well, well, that's what we were kind of even touching on last week. Like, we know everything. Like, we are capable of knowing literally anything that's going on, and I think that's kind of not right. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I think it's responsible of us to, like, stay informed, if that makes sense. But don't you don't need to consume – like that much stuff. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's it's kind of funny. This just popped in my head randomly. But I remember being in Neil's basement, like junior senior year, and I can't remember who was there. We were all just talking and have con- having conversations, like kind of talking about you know just what you what boys talk about in the basement. Like I wonder this, I wonder that. And I remember we we'd all get so frustrated because there came a point where you literally could just look at him and be like, why don't you just Google it? Mm-hmm. And that was never a thing. But once we got those phones, it became like a well, yeah, just a kind of mystery. But then you would literally look at them and just be like, well, fine, I'll just Google yeah. it then. Well, well, we may have even talked about this before, but think of like we literally when we were little, Jake, and I'm sure you. You were little once, right? Uh, no, one, at one I'm point. Saying, uh, I'm sure you did the same thing. Yeah. When we drove to vacations, our parents were literally using maps. Okay, Yes. Dude, like that's crazy. Ju- this is gonna. Like, I'm gonna segue right into something now because that brings up a very good point. And I'm gonna say to everyone, especially if you travel for work and you don't always know, like you're, you know, like if you're like in outside sales and sometimes you got to go to new locations that you're not familiar with, probably a good idea to keep a hard copy of a map in your car. Or whatever, because I ran into a situation yesterday where I legitimately started to panic a little bit. All right, hold on. Let me let me set it. Did you lose service? I lost service. Dude. All right, continue. So <laughs> I was I was yeah. traveling around West Virginia yesterday. And I was down by like um, Clarksburg area, Bridgeport, whatever, and I'm trying to find this contractor's office. Right, I I. Type in their address that's on Google into my maps or whatever. And it starts taking me there. And so I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving. It's taking me, you know, I'm like 25 minutes away when I enter it. So I starting to get close and I get put onto this back road. And I'm like, okay, this road's a little sketchy, but it's, it's probably going to pop out somewhere. Dude, I was on this road forever. It was horrible, horrible road. And I just kept thinking to myself, I was like, there's no way someone is going to have a business on this road. Who would put a business on this road? Yeah. It made no sense to me. And I kept going. I kept going. And then I reached my destination. But by the time I would got to the destination, I had lost service, right? So when you use the, the app like that, it'll keep your drive going even if you lose service. Yeah, yeah. But you can't search for a Anything. new yeah. destination. No, I know. So I get to my destination, and it's a fucking half. It's the wrong one. It's a half-collapsed barn. <laughs> S- sitting sitting off the side of this sketchy oh ass road gosh. and i'm like 
I can I can feel so, me too. I can feel your heart beating in that situation because I I learned to just download West Virginia and Google offline maps. I learned that, but I learned the hard way like that. So many times the, finding these my problem, well, I, know. I I would drive on these roads yeah. that weren't meant for cars. They were emergency personnel vehicle roads. Yeah. And I would just be like in the mountains, in the hills. Eventually, I just started looking around. I'm like, I literally could just die right yeah, now. Yeah. Nobody would know. No, that's what I was worried about. I was like, dude, I could be, I could get stranded yeah. or someone could just fucking murder me out here. No one would know. Yeah. But it was, you know, what I had to do was just turn around. So I guess it's not a, a big deal. That's what I was going to say. Like, I know my territory now, but there were times where I'd lost service and I didn't know where I was going and I would literally just turn around. Yeah. Until like, I got service. Yeah. Again. You just turn around, but <laughs> yeah. still, like, I wanted to find this place, and part of me wanted to keep following the road to see if maybe it was, like, further up it or something, and, like, it was just not marked correctly. So I stayed on the road. I just kept going. And thankfully, where it popped me out onto a, another main road, actually, I had regained service and then typed in uh, Morgantown. I typed in Morgantown from there. And that's where I started yeah. to head so, back to Morgantown. So... My problem is, like you say, it's a good point. Like, have a, a paper map, but I would have a paper map and then not know where I was. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, that that's true. Like, just being real. It's, it's like, been JT'd so be long. looking on the map, and he'd be like, where does it say you are here? I was like, like that, where, well, that's, where, that's, that's a very I? good point. Like, <laughs> say you get lost because your GPS turns off. It's not. It'd be one thing if you were using the map from the get-go. But that's got to be hard to use a map as a backup. I couldn't use it. How would you pinpoint where you were lost at on the map? All right, you guys want to hear it funny? No. I just get my brand new van. Same situation occurs. Brand fucking new. I'm driving. I think it's I'm in the middle of Philippi and Morgantown, so somewhere in that Bridgeport, Clarksburg, somewhere in there. I'm... For some reason, I do like to take different ways if I can, so I'll just take different ways places just to drive different roads. I'm still not in my good mental state after everything happened. I'm driving up the hill. Sunny, beautiful. Still wintertime. I hit this hill, no service. It's a solid sheet of ice. So I start braking a little bit, and I realize that was the wrong thing to do because now I'm sliding. I'm in this narrow road, trees everywhere. Van doesn't even have 3,000 miles on it. I literally think, I'm trying to remember, I can't remember what I was listening to. And I, I'm just bumping it, and I just kind of stop. And I'm like, you got to figure something out here. Because you don't have service. You're in the hauler where nobody's around me except some trailer. I'm driving up into some county road. So I literally am just like, well, fuck it. There's only one thing that I can do. Like, I have to start backing up. Or I hammer the gas. So Yeah, I remember you telling me this. I hammer the <laughs> gas real quick. Instantly terrible decision. <laughs> I'm spinning everywhere, and I'm sliding, and my inner fucking Dominic Toretto comes in. I literally put my foot on the brake, shift it to reverse, hit the gas a little bit, swing it. Guys, I am spinning like a motherfucker going up this small ice County road down. And all of a sudden I just started like spinning. I was like, going to hit this tree. Somehow missed it. Going to hit this tree. Somehow missed it. And just ended up literally facing straight 
backwards to where I needed to go. I literally just put it in drive, rolled down the windows, and just like went, whoo, and just kept driving. Yeah. And I and I I know that the angel was watching me at that point because I was in. There's in reality, there's no way I should have I should have gotten out of that yeah. situation. That's the worst, dude. Spinning on ice. Yeah. That's scary. Dude, scary that, stuff. So, uh, back in college, it was probably 2015 or whatever. So, you know, like, if you're going from South Park to Saberton, mm-hmm. that road there. Mm-hmm. So, you're you're going along that road. The left is, like, mountains. To the right is, like, downwards. There's a little neighborhood down there. Yeah. So, me and Michael used to go out. Me and Michael Pleva. Shout out, Michael Pleva. Getting married. Shout out, uh, fiancés. Um, we were driving to CrossFit. We were CrossFitters back in the day. Oh. And, and like... <laughs> All of a sudden, he hit this black... It was the middle of winter. He hit this black ice. I forgot about this. And we're... Mind you, you, you know what I'm talking about. To the right of you is literally freaking like a cliff. Like, you could easily fall off of there. Yeah. We start literally going... We didn't spin, but we were going like like this. Like fishtailing back like and forth. Like fishtailing back and forth. Me and him, completely silent. We do do that for at least... 10 seconds. He drifts off, slides into the, the mountainside, right into the wall. We sat there, I swear to God, for 30 seconds in complete silence. And then Michael just looks at me. He goes, what do we do? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I guess call the cops. <laughs> like, And, like, we, we were fine. We got out of it. We ended up pull, just pulling right out. Like, we didn't call the cops or anything. We just kind of wiggled our way out of the ditch. Drove back to Greg's and then ended up getting hammered that night. Remember us? Oh, my God. Yes, I do. You can tell that story. So, 2013, Denver's getting their ass whipped against Seattle in the Super Bowl. We drive. Fuck this fly, bro. Yeah, yeah he's we killed this motherfucker. We, we Talk drive. about being a fly on the wall. Yeah, dick. We, we drive all the way. We ended up driving back to Morgantown because we knew a snowstorm was coming. It was starting to snow a little bit. And that was one of the mornings we woke up and, like, Gee called off. So, like, I jumped on it early. Is that university? We, we get yeah. all the way uh, up yeah, university. to university. And I remember the white little Corolla. By McDonald's. By McDonald's. So, we're getting up the hill. Yes. I am breathing so happy because I'm like, we made it this far. I'm going to drop JT off on Bev, head up to six, get everything parked. Hit the top of the hill. We just start sliding. Backwards? Forwards down. Can't control the car. Cars are coming at us. Cars are behind us sliding. JT said he literally, he he said that I was screaming. But whispering. But whispering. He was going, he was going, ah. Yeah, I swear <laughs> to God, I'll, I'll take this to my grave. He was going, that like that volume like, <laughs> like, like my facial features were like i was screaming like a motherfucker but what i was actually whisper, whisper screaming thank god there was a telephone pole we would have flew right into a house sorry i'm not kidding oh yeah. you guys hit a pole yeah we would have went the pole wasn't there we would have gone straight into this house we would literally have went right yeah. in the front door and i would have got out and said what's the score yeah like we would have been inside <laughs> the Bronx, the hey the broncos come back like it was nuts. Well, I, we could tell these stories forever. I got these one, are fun. I got one I like that happened this. literally probably 100 a hundred yards up from where you're talking about. It was when we lived on sixth, right? 
I'm going to give a little backstory here because, well, let's, I don't want to, let's just say that for legal reasons, I was not allowed to drive my car while under the influence of alcohol. Okay. Now I know, I know that sounds silly because for legal, for legal reasons, everyone's not supposed to do that, but me, especially at the time. Right. So it's middle winter snowing. And you know, if, if, if you could see 6th Street in Morgantown, picture it's easily probably a top three, four, like, worst hill in Morgantown. It's a bad easily. one. It's a bad one. Literally, I, I would say easily top four. And it's, and it's, it's a long one, too. Like, it, it starts real high up and goes all the way down to Beechhurst. But anyways, we're, we're sitting there in my apartment. Sith had gone to bed. I was texting someone, and they are like, come pick me up, come back to the, my apartment, right? So I'm like, I've been drinking. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, fuck, I can't. I'm like, I don't have a car. I see Sith's car keys are on the table, right? Son of a bitch. I'm like, all right, I'm taking Sith's car. I'm going to go pick this person up. I'm doing it. I grab the keys. I hop in his car. I drive up to the top of 6th. And when you get to the top of six, you can cross straight over the main road up onto uh, what is that? Is that Grove? I I, I honestly don't know. I think what it's that road Grove. It's called. It, it connects up to Jones. Yeah, I think it's Grove or North. It's North or Grove. It's one of the two. One of them. Anyways, go up there. Thankfully, this person was only a few blocks up off of that street. Pick him up. Start coming back the same way. Stop at the stop sign. Cross the main road and get on to sixth. As soon as I hit six, start sliding. Oh, God. And I'm, like, freaking out. I'm, like, this is so bad. Like, couldn't stop, couldn't stop, couldn't stop, couldn't stop. Boom. Go right into a big uh, snow pile that had been piled up on a utility pole. Oh, God. And I start freaking out because I'm, like, I can't get caught doing this. <laughs> like, Dude, for, that, a, yeah. for a lot of reasons. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> that's a double I, I'm in someone else's car. I'm legally not supposed to be driving someone else's car. Like all these rules are get like I would have gotten in big trouble. So I'm like internally freaking out. I couldn't get the car to reverse. I couldn't get the car to reverse. And I'm also freaking out because I'm like, fuck, I hope Sith's car is not fucked up. Anyways, I got out of the car. But in that moment, that's the last thing you have to worry about. Right. Which sucks, but it's the truth. I got out of the car and I can't remember what I what I was like started doing. I started like kick, I think kicking, the, you know, behind like the tires to try to get rid of snow and ice or whatever, and try to add traction. Whatever I did, eventually, I hit reverse when I got back in car back in the car and made it out and made it back down to, to our apartment, parked and went in. But like internally, I don't think I've panicked that hard in my life just because of the consequences. Yeah. <laughs> Like, well, dude, speak spe- would have been bad. Speaking of those Subarus, I know you'll remember this, but especially with the big snow days and everything that we used to have, like shout out him and Sith, because we would just be playing 2K and just like run out of weed. And me and Jacko <laughs> would just run up to Sith and him and just be like, dude, you can take us. You yeah, have a four wheel drive. Yeah, you have a Subaru. And then like finally both of them would just be like. Shut the fuck up! We're not taking you anywhere, like him especially. But I just, I, I, I remember they would just get so annoyed because, uh, like, we'd come through the door and they just everybody knew what we were gonna ask. There's so much now. Someone just like, I need you to take us to so and so's house. You have a Subaru. You got four wheel drive. 
It's so true. What like, do you mean you can't Uber Eats weed? Like oh, no. <laughs> that'd be sick. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, I mean, true, truly used Sith's car for almost everything during the winter time. We had to. Had to. I wouldn't have gotten gotten around in my little Acura. Like fuck no. I tried sometimes Dang. and it was bad. Sith, well, dude, I love that guy. I literally remember I gave up on the car. I had the tribute down there. We had to like pull it on the stretcher thing and then we got the Corolla and I was just like, JT, you just have it. Like I don't That thing could not drive worth a jack shit I, in any kind of weather. No, listen. It was a great <laughs> it was a great car. Even summertime no, it sucked. No, listen, it was a great car in summertime dry weather. Great car. Good gas mileage, cruised. But in any kind of Bad weather. Any, I mean, a little bit of rain. Anything. It could not drive. I lived in Glenlock, which was on university. You lived in Glenlock? My, my last year, my fifth year. Fifth huh. year seniors. Hashtag fucking put, throw some respect on It's actually on. pretty cool. But it's the only time I was in there. Glenlock's cool. I've been yeah, there a I had my, times. my one little one bedroom. And I mean, our driveway, this kind of incline. Not like a fucking incline. Like this kind of incline. Yeah, the entrance incline. to Glenlock is up. Fucking Jones, up to Jones, right? Yes. yes. That hill's horrible. But I'm saying the entrance of our, to get, I mean to even get out of our little driveway. I could, if it was wet, I couldn't get out. There were times in the morning, because I worked down there, um, I couldn't get out driving forward. So I would literally have to turn around, go like the closest to the building. Turn around and gun it in reverse to get out. I mean, absolutely gun it to where if I lost control, I fucking would hit something. But I had to gun it in reverse to get out of that driveway. It's actually funny to yeah. me that, like, like that you probably shit. didn't even realize it was rear, rear wheel No, drive. I did. But, like, that's how I had to do it. But it sucked. It was like, I can't fucking drive anywhere. Like, that does Oh, my suck, God, dude. But, dude. but Morgantown is such a nightmare. For driving in general like it's just dude what wh- like morgantown because we've experienced it and like i might be saying this a little bit because i've experienced it a little more but west virginia in general when you hit the ice and snow time is awful yeah it's not good wherever oh. you go it's west especially virginia, west virginia university especially well dude but like i remember i have so many stories getting stuck in the snowshoe area Canaan Valley, uh, like Terra Alta, where I literally am petrified, and it ruins my entire day when I get out of the situation. It sucks. Yeah, it's well, not. Fun. And and why is it though? Why is it though? Because I had this experience literally just yesterday driving home from Morgantown, because it was a monsoon. I literally yesterday. Yes. Oh my god, it was horrible for a short period of time. Monsoon. Yep. I had my windshield wipers max max fucking going. I couldn't see anything. But where was I going with this? Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? Snow, ice. I have a question if you want me to go while you think. God dang it. No, yeah. I had a good JT point. JT pulled a classic czar. Yeah. I had he, a, lost, I, he lost his train of thought. I had a good point, though. Um, fuck, go ahead. All right. Well, I'll, to maybe think I'll about this because I, <laughs> I, I constantly, inwardly battle myself back and forth here. And it's. Obviously, it kind of depends on what vehicle you have, but let's just talk about, like, a standard vehicle. Wait, no, I remember. Go ahead. Why is it, though, when weather is getting bad, you you just turn your music off? Great point. <laughs> we, we've talked about this on I, here. I did that literally yesterday. I was like, 
man, I can't fucking see anything. I got to turn the music down. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's just like a, a focus thing. I it think. is. Like, you it's just got to focus. Maybe you, you have, like, a max sensory thing, so it's like, if you're listening to something, you can't focus as well. Dr- yeah, like, your visually, brain, brain overload. Yeah, so it's like, turn the music down. I got to put my full focus on my visual right so now. So take that rain that you guys are talking about. Would you rather drive in that or... I'm not going to say a blizzard, but a a snowstorm. I'm driving in snow. Yeah, I think I'm with them. I hate driving in pouring down It's rain. funny because I I'm, hate it. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, I'd much rather drive in snow than, I'm talking like, it's got to be like a monsoon type of rain. Like that rain that he's talking about like yesterday where even at your max wiper setting, you can't see. No, yeah, that, that, I will fuck this fly up, bro. <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm talking about. Like a. Like a hard rain. Yeah. I don't want to say blizzard, but like a hard snow. It maybe it's just because we're used to it, but I, I feel so much more comfort in driving in a snowstorm at like forty five than like when people try to just keep going seventy during a rainstorm. Dude, I, I get so frustrated when people do that. Like they still want to hit like seventy five, eighty. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, you're gonna wreck. It's just not safe, but whatever. People. Well, we we can make it even. Another terrible part is when the semis fly during oh the snow. Oh my god! That Dude, truthfully, that might be worse. I hate I, semis. I, I actually have another crazy story. I'm they about need to, to tell. get their own fucking highways. Uh, dude, I I said if I ever become president, first presidential order, semi trucks are not allowed to leave the right lane. Stay in your yeah. lane. Quite literally, stay literally in your lane. stay in your lane. Why you gotta pass people? Literally, think about it. I have Think about a story from when this is like a mixture of the two weathers we're talking about. I was coming home from Morgantown. Actually, you want to know why I was coming home from Morgantown? Sith, fucking the night before, right? Remember that restaurant down there called the Greeks or whatever? Or the Greek something? It was it was underneath that complex across the street from Ashbrook. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Fucking Sith orders a whole goddamn rotisserie chicken from there. Eats a little bit of it, right? Puts it in the fridge. We go out that night, get fucking wasted, come home. I think I know this story, but keep going. I think. We come home, like, I don't remember really what we did after we came home, but I eventually passed out. I wake up at, like, 8 a.m., and I smell smoke. And I'm like, what? He left it in the oven all I'm night. I'm like, what, what the fuck? Why am I smelling smoke? I open my bedroom door. And I and smoke started pouring. Oh my god! I was like, "Oh my god!" My house is on fire. I run downstairs, s- smoke everywhere. Fucking Sith put his rotisserie chicken in the oven. Oh my god! The night before, and then went to bed. Do you want to know what's so wild? Hearing that, <laughs> that's dude, that's is there. That's there are dangerous. two instances where we all lived in that apartment where it could have burnt down twice. That's one. And then I don't remember the details, but the Neil and the pizza one. Well, this was actually the next year. So this is when I lived on Forest. Oh, shit. We, Thank God. We but, used to have. Because in- I was going to say, yeah. I almost died by fire twice. Well, we had an indoor bonfire at Greg's once. That's lit. Literally. Explain. <laughs> Keep going. So we had our our coffee table that's been through it. Me and Hammers made like a little pile of just shit and just lit it. We literally had a freaking fire going in the middle Dude, of our so house. That's so dangerous. <laughs> Hell that's yeah, it's so dangerous. dangerous. 
<laughs> anyway, anyways, though, like that's the reason I left Morgantown that day is because I I pounded on Sit's door. I was like, dude, like you left your fucking chicken. He was so out of it still. I was like, dude, I'm going home. I was like, I'm driving home to Wheeling. I can't sit in our house all day with it smelling like fucking smoke like this, right? So it's bad weather. It's like raining, sleeting, snowing, like all combination mixture, which is bad. I'm almost home to Wheeling, and I hit like uh, right where that rest area is, like yeah. right before you hit uh, Dallas Pike. Mm-hmm. Fucking hydroplane into a semi truck. What? Yeah, I'm like very lucky I just didn't die. You did that? Yes. Wait, when was this in college? This would have been 2014. What? 2015. What happened to your car? Was fucked. Did it? Was Dude, it like honestly, so like I was kind of side by side with the truck, and my car just felt like it just picked up off the ground and just swung to the right, and Whoa. I smashed into the cab of the semi. And if this if this would have happened, like I swear, like two or three feet back, I probably would have hydroplaned under the semi. Whoa, that's fucking. It was nuts. I man. never knew this. Yeah, it was it was really scary, and I actually you're like, blessed to be alive. Yeah, quite, I seriously, and like I um, I had a fear for probably it t- probably took me close to a year to get over it, like driving on the highway after that, like being around semi trucks and stuff. It's just Whoa. every time I was like, kinda... dude, dude, I feel, I feel like, yeah, that obviously scarred you. Yeah, it, it fucked me up a little bit. It's just the 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 fact of how close I was to something else happening. Like wow. I could have gone under the truck, and I don't know if living through that one. But <laughs> kind of uh, uh, to lighten the mood a little bit, it was funny. We ended up pulling off the side of the road, obviously, because you know we wrecked into each other. Or I wrecked into him, whatever. He's like, he's like. God damn it, man! He's like, God, I I literally just picked this truck up today from <laughs> from getting uh, body work done on it from a, a another wreck. Oh, so like, God. he just got the truck back from being fixed from another wreck, and then gets a wreck. <laughs> dude, I was kind of that like lightened the mood. I was like, dude, I'm like really sorry, like really. Dude, that's sorry. insane. Like, that's an insane story. It's, like, because I wonder how many. How many wrecks a semi guy gets in throughout his career? Yeah, it's a good question. Probably a million times. Like, just little wrecks, I'm sure, like that all the time. I can tell you, though, it, like I said, it fucked me up. And, like, when I, my parents had to come pick me up, right? When I got home, like, to my house here in Wheeling. Dude. I. Did you sleep for, like, two days? I got so fucked up. Oh. Because. Literally, my nerves. I couldn't no, calm yeah. myself down. I started fucking just boozing and smoking so hard until I just, like, bl- like blacked out on my couch. Dude, I, seriously, that's crazy. I have a like, good question. Why is it that situations like that, whatever they may be, where causes you, like, big-time stress, big-time anxiety, thoughts for however long, why do you, why do you guys think the first thing that you want to do is just, like, get fucked up is it is it the sense of like you kind of just sit back and you're like wow i'm lucky to be alive let's enjoy life and go after it you think it's like holy shit i literally should be dead right now let's celebrate i i I think about that sometimes it's weird how the bad situations that happen to you in life the first thing you want to do is yeah 
You know what I mean? It's weird. Like, obviously, we know why, because, like, we like to drink and stuff, but why is that your first no, response? But, uh, no, I'm agreeing, quick, with, what, I'm agreeing with what your question is. No, why is that our first response? I just want to say this, too. Like, devil's advocate, I look at it sometimes. It's like, part of me, part of me would kind of think that if something like that happened, you'd want to get your act together. You would yeah. want to be like, I'm going to change. You know what I mean? It's weird. I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I've always, re- like resorted to drinking after something crazy has happened i always have even if it doesn't work out for the best like more recently when like we went through a tragic time fucking was drinking real real heavily what what do you think that is though like is that like something in that's my question that's the uh that's the uh hippocampus see i don't know i think it's weird because i think if if you if you were a, a straight edged person most of your life and didn't drink that often or party like we did that probably wouldn't be your go-to to deal with things very true very i just true. think i just think it's the nature of it like where we know what alcohol does to us like yeah. we've done it so many times that you kind of know that like, yeah. well if i if i get a buzz on or start drinking like it's gonna suppress some stuff no and now that but, i think about it not in a good way or a bad way but that is kind of how like we've all grown up kind of just whatever if it's the state the area the east coast whatever you want to say so i actually actually didn't really think about that but that make that makes a lot of sense yeah. just how you not so much anymore because I, I i'd say i'm pretty i'm pretty chill like i'm a pretty chill guy like in the past like if i was to get mad about something dumb i would drink more but drinking triggers anger more yeah so it's like if I'm mad and I know drinking is going to trigger me to be more angry, why am I going to keep drinking? It's kind of one of those weird things. And, like, another thing in college, if I was, like, stressed out or, like, if we were out and something, I, I, anything. That's why I got up. If we were out and, like, something stressed me out or I was pissed about something, I would immediately, immediately throw a dip in. But that that doubles that feeling. I can't speak for everyone. I can just speak speak for myself. But, like, when I put a dip in, I was ready to just, like, fuck somebody up. But it's like, if I'm mad or stressed, why am I doing that thing that doubles that? No, and maybe because you when you go on a, on a substance, there's a come down. So maybe that's actually what you're looking for. You, if, you just, if you just try to deal with something without using a substance you're not ever going to get a come down feeling maybe that's we're looking for the come down to calm you but uh, I, I mean i guess i'm more speaking towards tobacco because yeah. tobacco doesn't give you like a hangover no 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 so like you get your tobacco buzz and then you it's a, like a rush it. yeah, yeah it's like let, a rush let's just use drinking for an example and i don't mean to step on any toes but like i've just learned this from myself it's like we are in a big generation now where like anxiety and mental health is a is a big deal which it is like everybody should know how to keep that clear head but i also think a big problem whether people are going to be fans of this or not and this is just my opinion is i think too we we try to cope with those anxieties with alcohol and and nicotine and whatever other things you do and in reality that makes it worse. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude. No, literally. Oh, hold on. Like, in, I'm just saying as a whole, yeah. like, I feel like people sometimes don't think about that and realize that, like, yes, I know some people need medicine to help them. Yeah. And I'm fully 
fully for that if people do. But I feel like also if if you can just kind of learn how to take a step back for a week or two or a month or whatever it is and just kind of lay off that stuff, like try to learn how to hang out with your friends without having to be drunk or fucked up or high or whatever it is, then I feel like going forward, you learn how to handle those things. Bro, so, like, I agree with you 100%. So, like, I can even speak for myself. I know a lot of people are the same way. Like, so let's say you drink, something happens. Next day, next couple days, you're anxious about whatever it is. You try to shield that with drinking again and you think that's going to take it away, you keep doing that, pile that on for two, three, four years, college, at least for me. You pile that on. You keep you, – you don't give yourself a break. You have that an- anxiousness. You're like, well, I'll just drink again. It will go away while I'm drinking, which is true. But eventually when you reach that point, like when you're, you know, you're, you're not drinking, that whole period of time catches up with you. And you literally need, like, at least for me, to literally take, like, weeks or, like, freaking months off to, like, just come back down. Because that, all of it catches up with you at one time. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I, I watched something recently, and I can't remember if it was, like, a documentary or a movie or something. And it was, and I can't actually remember the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of, like, alcohol is for happy times. Don't use it during sad times. Yeah. It's not what you should do. Obviously, we've all done it. Like, personal experience, like, I, I did it a lot in college. But for, I, I would say, like, moments that weren't necessarily as um, sad or traumatizing, but you, you get a big moment and try to suppress it with alcohol. And, like, something more recently, like, two years ago, I guess, two years ago, over two years two, now. Over, over, yeah. I was sick for days. I think we drank like four or five days straight, like heavily, at least myself. Like that heavily. was the most unhealthy I've ever been in my life yeah, for those like, year and whatever months that it was. It was bad. Like I can remember I had to call off consecutive days of work because like I was balled up in my bed. Couldn't get out. And I, I truly believe that. I probably I would already was in a bad state, but I think the alcohol and binging like that for that many yeah. days in a row made it ten times worse. Yeah, it does. I really, I, I, it, like I said, it probably the, helped in the moment at the a little time. Bit. Yeah, and then afterwards, it literally hits you it, like a it, fucking it all train, comes rushing bro. back like Dude. horribly. Hundred well, percent. That, that's why. Well, real quick, I want to say this before I forget. That's why too. I think it's big to note that. And I know this is going to sound weird and pussy-like, but you have to just literally think about what I'm trying to say here. Like, if if your friends want to hang out with you and go out, peer pressure is, like, a funny thing at times. But everybody needs to kind of lighten up on peer pressure and people to, like, hey, take this shot. Hey, drink this beer. Hey, you can drink one. Hey, you can drink two. Because you don't know what some people are trying to go through. Some people literally might just be wanting to be around their friends, but trying to learn how to not do those things and, and learn how to exist in that environment. And yes, I know peer pressure is fun. I peer pressure my friends all the time. It's a great thing. But I also know <laughs> that I've kind of taken a step back in terms of like, if I know somebody doesn't want to drink or somebody w- doesn't want to go crazy, I'm not going to 
keep trying to hound them to do so because then you kind of look like the asshole getting mad because I don't want to get fucked up. You know what I mean? So like, yes, have fun with your friends. Yes. Peer pressure your friends. But I feel like as a, as a whole, as a group, our age bracket, whatever it is, like know the line, like sometimes friends just want to hang out with you sober to remember the moment. And like, remember those times that you get to have with people, because unfortunately if something tried and and I've come to terms with this, like I haven't really said this out loud, but unfortunately for me, like if something tragic happens to where you can't talk or see your friend anymore, sometimes it gets sad because a lot of the fun times that you had, you were blacked out or going crazy or whatever it is. And you don't really, you get to remember that you were with that person, but you don't actually get to remember what was going on. Well, yeah, that's a very good point. Well, that's a very, 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 very good point. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, I feel that 100%. And sometimes I think about that even without the person not being here anymore. I try to think of some memories with people and I'm like, oh, yeah, like I know we had a good night that night. I know. But, like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Like, what actually went, what actually happened that night? Yeah. You know? What, well, dude, me and Jake literally had this conversation before we started. No, I, I, I just, was, un- unfortunately, yeah. I just feel like, too, like, you can't blame people, but we are in a, a area or spectrum or friendship or whatever it is that everybody just wants to drink all the time, and that's fine to do, but you don't always have to, like, black out and get so drunk every time. You're you're allowed to go and not have just, any yeah. drinks or have one drink or two drinks, and, and like, it's something that kind of sucks because... Sometimes it feels like when everybody wants to do things, if you're not getting fucked up, then you're like yeah. the party pooper when it shouldn't be that. Yeah, dude, it's so weird. Like I was literally talking, not what you exactly said, but I was saying like it's so weird. Like everyone's everyone's mind works differently, but I get in these weird phases where I will literally like out of nowhere. I don't do it on purpose, but like my mind will go and think about a night where I blacked out, a random night, and I think to myself, I have no idea what happened. And it haunts me literally all the time. Just a random night, a college night, you know, a year ago when we went out after whatever we did and I woke up on my bed, had no clue what happened. Literally, nights that happened years ago, I still think about and wonder what I actually did. And you were with your boy, you were with your tight, your closest people in my entire life. And I'm like, obviously, they're not going to let anything happen to me. But it's like, I have no way of knowing what happened that night. And it fucking haunts me it's, to this day. I feel that also. 100%. It's so wild. I have like, a I lot can't of, even explain it. A lot of nights like that, that like, you know don't remember a thing that happened maybe for other reasons like whatever like that i'm ashamed of yeah dude quite honestly like when i actually look back on those nights i know that maybe i had a great night that night and i know some nights bad shit went down and like yeah i'm ashamed of it should never got to that point like don't get me wrong like we were kids we're still kids yeah but like we were kid kids like you live in the moment yeah there's and, nothing and wrong I, and with I think there's something beautiful about time. that yeah. too. Like we li- we did our thing, we lived in the moment and we did what we wanted to do. But sometimes when you look back on things, you're kind of like maybe shouldn't have gone so far that night or yeah. or 
this and that. Or I wish I remember what I did. Yeah. I mean, and it's, and it's hard to think like that though, too, because you, you you do want to live life with like a no regrets outlook and like just a push forward outlook, but like, it's hard not to dwell on things sometimes. No. And I, I truly, truly respect you for saying that because that's not an easy thing to admit. Truthfully, there's, so many nights, weeks, months, years of my life where I just made terrible decisions and put everybody around me in a constant panic, and I just didn't care. I just thought that I was doing my thing, and, you know, I could, I was invincible. And, like, you look back at those moments, and you think about them, and it's like you can understand where your mind was at. You can understand why you may or may not think that way, but it, it's sad how you dealt with it. And now I'm at the age where like, I can, I can fully admit right now that I know everything I did wrong. I'm so sorry about, I, I can fully admit that I made mistakes. I fucked up. I did stupid things. I was mean to people, lost friends, got friends back. And I, I'm sorry for doing that. And it's, it takes a man to admit that. And truly, I do get nervous sometimes because I know I'm around people that I feel like at times use, like, and it's full circle, but everybody just gets drunk to try to deal with their problems and get rid of their problems and what people don't realize. And I don't want to sound like I'm preaching, but it happened to me. So, like, sometimes you just need to take a break. And at times I think I'm like, dang, isn't it weird that 90% of the time you're with your friends, you're drunk? Yeah. Yeah. Like, can, it's can, wild. You, can you think of like, t- take a step, uh, step back to last weekend. So literally like a week from yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow backwards. Do you, do we honestly sit here and think that we could have had the day we had? Without alcohol? No. No. But see, here's here's the difference. And that's what's hard. Yeah. But right? here's the I'm thing. Like, because, like, the, we- the weather <laughs> yeah. vibes, we wanted to play yeah. beer die. See, I don't see anything with anything wrong with that because we're all in, like, a happy, like, we just want to have yeah, fun. Yeah, it was a happy setting. But the yeah. thing is with what we all kind of had said in a different way tonight is there's there has been maybe, I don't want to say the majority, a high percentage of the time that personally we've dealt like we've drank we've done whatever to deal with like a sadness yes you know what i mean yes 100%. so like it's a dip it's a two different freaking sided yeah. thing it's like a it's like a, a it's a it's that old saying like there's a time and a place for it yeah i think that's what comes with uh with just getting older i think we and and i i can't sit here and say that like Next time something sad happens in my life, I'm not going to fucking crack an alcohol no. drink. I'm sure yeah, I will. We, we all but at least yeah. we know, like, we're self-aware yeah. and know that it's probably not a good idea. But I'm still probably going to do it. But, like, if this can reach anyone else who who is strong enough, you know, take the advice. It's, Dang, not, I, it's not good. I needed this episode, yeah. bro. It's I, not good. I needed to talk about this stuff because at times, like... I'll be honest, like at times I get so like frustrated because I feel like everything that we all plan and do, like 
if you don't go and drink or that, like, you're just looked at weird. And, like, that might not be the case, but it just feels that way. And it, and I feel like sometimes there's times where I drink and have – don't get me wrong. I have fun. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't have fun. But then I wake up the next morning and I'm like, dang, I could have done that sober. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, for me personally, I'm never gonna, I'm never going to go to a social function and and think that someone is weird for not drinking. No, I agree. I, I've never been that way. Yeah. No, but I it, may, it's up I here may, for me. I may ask and be like, oh, hey, why, why, why aren't you drinking? Or you want to drink? Or, or you know, like, can I get you one? Did you not bring anything? Like, they might just not want to. And if they yeah. don't want to, I don't care. Yeah, it's not like See, I'm gonna be like, dude. Being a fucking bitch and grab a fucking beer, dude. Bro, and it's it's see it for me. It's not even the thing of like drinking like one to like one to like eight drinks. Like that's you're just having fun. Like you're having a good time. It's like the times where I'm thinking like, man, we freaking pounded them all day and don't remember anything. Kind of time, you know what I mean? Like there's nothing wrong with going to whatever, uh, you know, a wedding reception having a good time, whatever. But the times, like, where I look back and it's like, man, we took fucking 10 shots, drank 12 beers each, blacked out. Like, those are the things I'm like, man, like, we had fun, but it's like, fuck. Yeah, and, like, that's, I, that's a lot. I don't want to sound like know? a Debbie Downer because all my friends and everybody yeah. knows, like, I love to drink. I have fun drinking. Yeah, same. Like, I'm, I'm just, drinking a, literally, I'm talking, we're, we're. <laughs> yeah, I just finished a bottle we're of We're sitting here talking. <laughs> I just finished a bottle of wine. So Sitting like, here talking about drinking. We're, drinking. we're all drinking right now. I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you how my brain works, and I know it's a me thing. Like, I get that, but I have to just say it because it makes me feel better. And then I'm like, huh, you guys are listening. And then I'm like, great. Okay, I'm good. It's like, for some reason in my head, uh. I just have this stigma or feeling that I feel like a lot of things that we do involve drinking, which again, I'm not mad at at all, but it, it, it would be, it would be nice and interesting if we could have a weekend together where there's no alcohol. Good luck. Yeah. But what will we do? What will we do? It's, it's, yeah, (laughs) that's my point. It's, it's, it's the area we grew up in too, is a lot of the problem. Like when we got our, to our conditioned to like, Hey, there's a get together. I'll stop and grab a fucking 12 pack. When we got to our first day, our first, Disney, Hollywood Studios. Yes. It's like 9.30 in the morning, and we go get our first alcoholic yes, drink. first thing we did. I'm like, yeah, it's, this is great, but I want to enjoy it even more and have some alcoholic beverages. You know, it's like, it's tough. There's a lot. There's a weird line. With oh, me, I'm not going to lie. You know? When you guys were all gone and I had the house to myself, it was kind of unreal. I was like, I got this cooler or fridge full of alcohol. I'm just sitting outside drinking. And then that's why sometimes I feel hypocritical, too, because now I'm saying how, like, the opposite way. But, hey, that's just thinking as a whole. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I waver back and forth on everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, I think it's a good thing that we're all self-aware. Yeah. We might not act on what we're saying every every time, but, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Well, we'll we'll get off the sad now that the intro is over. How was your guys' The intro? That was that like intro? an hour? Yeah, that was the intro. My week. How was your guys' week? Yeah, right. Uh, slow. Actually, actually, not really. That this slow. week went really fast. Yeah, I, I, I had to think for a second. It went fast. Yeah, today was slow. So I saw a fox today. Wow. 
So I, I decided. I think the fox. <laughs> that's what I, That's how I reacted. Yeah, I was like, really? I think the fox is my my spirit animal. Yeah, can I hit that cloud eight? Sure. So we were going to a a graduation party. Me, my mom, and my dad, and we were driving back road, Rock Point Road here, and we were just driving. There's there's a lot of you know woods back in here, and I just looked to my left, and there's a fox. It was literally just looking straight towards me, and it had a possum in its mouth. I was like, this was like one of the most nonchalant nature things I've ever seen. And that's good. Apple fritter. Shout out. Yeah, that is good. But you know what I mean? It was like such a natural. That's a very cool moment. It was. It was a very natural moment in my life. I was like, man, this guy's just out here trying to fucking survive dude i you know love foxes dude i was like man that's a good looking animal i literally follow a subreddit on reddit that's called foxes could you could you <laughs> could you imagine like back in the day when your houses were in nature and everything like that you probably saw the most insane animals all the, oh, all yeah. the time dude i think about this a lot now that that's a good point you brought up i get fucking sad how often when I'm driving every day I see road? Camp. Oh, bro! I'm like, damn! It's you know, especially deer, dude. I oh, see. Yeah. I've seen all of it. Literally, the past few months. I don't know if it's because I drive a lot for work. I've seen so many dead deer on dude, the side of the road. So many. So I feel many. Like it's worse than it ever has been. Or something. and you know what's crazy about it? Human. Most humans don't even take a second look. They're just like, oh, no. I mean. There's another in our area. Yeah, there's another dead freaking being well, that just got roundhoused by a car. And that's I, why I, it's I get really sad. sad. Yeah, yeah. It's Jinx. it is sad. It's like did they <laughs> did they deserve that? No, but what, what, I sound like such a softie. What, what but it's like, sucks? They're just trying to live their life, and we just crush them with there's cars. So many all of the them. time. Like they're so overpopulated, and that's what sucks. Like being a hunter, I'm not a hunter, but I get where overpopulated hunters get upset. Deer, there's so many of overpopulated. Them. Look at the human race. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what? what no, I, I no. Deer what, are human. What I'm saying is, there's a limit to how yeah. many deer you can shoot per year. Yeah. And like, like you should kind of up that because I'd rather a deer get shot by a human and eaten across yeah. the feed or get. That's live the, the circle. That's their the life circle of life, or get eaten by an animal. Like, yeah. let's do circle life shit. When there's so many of them, and they're just getting hit on roads all the time, that should tell you that there's too many of yeah, them. Yeah, dude, everywhere. And dude, I have another funny nature story that happened this week. So, this was actually yesterday. Um, I let hey, we were outside. I mean, Hazel. Um, she goes, goes freaking sprinting out to the yard. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And she's, like, after something right here, like, right in front of her. There's a little baby bird alive, chirping away, like, Mom, come help me, just freaking chirping its life away. Hazel's trying to freaking eat it. And I was like, Hazel, get the fuck back. And I, me and Hazel were fighting for a second because she was trying to eat this bird. And then the mom was on the fire pit. The mom bird was on the fire pit, like, trying to figure it out. And I pulled Hazel away, and I just sat there, like, hoping, man, like, I hope this mom bird figures it out. And so, first off, I was trying to scoop it with a freaking, uh, what's the shit you sweep the broom into? Dustpan. Dustpan. I was trying to scoop it, like, trying to prop it up. And that wasn't working. But the mom was, like, chirping at it. 
and this little bird was giving it everything it had, and it it could, it would like get up in little spurts and like run a little bit, and this mom was like trying to lead it back to the weeds here. Eventually, they got there, but it's like you just see this little, this little tiny part of nature that nobody looks at, but that was everything to those two birds. You know, this bird was giving it its all to like get back to the woods and not die. It was crazy. Hazel was trying to eat it. It lived. But and no wonder. Story. No wonder, though. Like, I know back in the day sucked without electric and whatever there was when you were living off the land. But I like to believe that they probably at times, even though that they were worried about what they were going to eat or what was going to happen at night, they probably. And again, I like to believe this, that they just love the nature that they were in. You you know what I mean? Like, they, they probably would just sit. You'd be able to see the stars because there was no lights or anything like that yet. You would just listen to all the animals, listen to all the surrounding, and you would just lay back and just be like, my, it's crazy. Think about it. Your job used to be back in the day to just survive. How wild is that? Like, but before That's money, all you had to do is just not die. No, but isn't that crazy? Like, before you made money, before you started corporations before you got real jobs. Your literal job in life was to be born and just figure out how to survive until you were old. Yeah. That's it. Like, hey, let's not die. Now we have to do all this fucking stupid shit. Like, hey, let's go to work. You want me to file my own taxes? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's pay Let's pay taxes. What? Biggest scam in history. Can't we just wake up and fucking go out into the world and pick we'll berries? Just live and- it. Imagine how much Kill more squirrels uh, or whatever. quiet the whole planet oh, was back then. Imagine how much cleaner the rivers were. Oh, dude, just everything. Just we we live in a shitty time. Dude, <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even think about the sound. That just yeah. made me so yeah. peaceful. It'd be like it'd be like the snowfall. You'd hear like the water running. Like for example, like I live up you know, kind of in, in the kind of in the woods. Like it's a private drive or whatever, like woods all surrounding me. I could sit out on my deck at night, and to me, I could sit there and think, like, man, this is very quiet and peaceful. But in reality, there's probably, like, sound that's almost like a white noise type of sound. It's there. We don't notice it, or it's very subtle. That's, like, echoing from highways that are a few miles away. Like, sound just caring. Do you want to know what it is Before all that existed, cars, highways, and all that, I bet you, like, it was... Whoa. Real quiet. Do you want to know what my ears trained to before we go into that? And JT might agree. He might not agree. My whole life. Think about it. I really don't hear ambulances as much as I should because I grew up by the hospital my whole life. So, like, when I hear. When I am in this zone, I subconsciously don't hear ambulances. Yo. And that's what's weird when I go other places where it's very spontaneous rather than like living by a hospital when i hear it i instantly i'm like holy shit like that sounds like panic but my whole life i never really heard of yo what about this strange think about what the stars looked like before all the air pollution before everything think of we think if we're just native americans right now looking up at the sky give me the year Dude, you gonna really test my historical knowledge right now? Twelve ninety five sounds good. Twelve ninety five, yes. Seven hundred years before I was born. That's when, uh, yes, 
we are looking up at the sky. Just imagine there's no electricity, no nothing. Clear night. We're just out grinding, fucking eating our buffalo meat, looking up at the sky around our bonfire. And 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 what they're thinking about, they're just laying there. They're just enjoying it all. They're they know, just like, this is normal. They know they're going to have buffalo. And what they're thinking about is, huh, wonder what I'll see tomorrow. Wonder what. Yeah. Wonder where we'll move in Good one thing month. we caught him tonight, man. What are we going to yeah. get after it tomorrow? You ever think back in those times? I bet you, like, anxiety wasn't even a thing. Oh. Because they, they no weren't chance. smart enough. 100%. I think that's half of what anxiety is, is just, like, knowing too much. Yeah. But I, but you know I, what I mean? Like I'm too or wondering too much. Yeah. It might yeah. not be wondering knowing. too much. Wondering's good, but I would say it's thinking too much. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, mean, man. This, the, I have a... The, let's this go. is segueing so nice. Keep continue, but I'm going to segue it. So, like, I think that's the biggest thing where I get anxious and I get nervous and i feel feelings whatever it is is because i can't shut my brain off i i think about every scenario that could possibly happen and 99 percent of the scenarios that i think about don't end up happening because they are the negative scenarios i, I can't believe how great this just happened for me to segue i had something i wanted to bring up i saw a tiktok today my fiance thank it, god I was about to flip out. If I didn't say it? Yeah. If you were going to say you were scrolling TikTok, I'm out. No, dude. I quit. No. You know me. I know. You no, know me. That's why I got scared. It got sent to me. I don't have TikTok, and I've never owned it, okay? Never downloaded it. Okay, she, she sent me the TikTok, right? And it was this girl being like, I need to know, like, leave your comments. She said, scientists said... And I didn't look this up to fact check it, but it's just it's just interesting to me. She said scientists said that only fifty percent of people have an internal dialogue in their head. Whoa. And and it, and I'm and it makes me really want like how if you wait, don't hold, have, on, if hold you, on wait say that again fifty percent of people only have an internal dialogue in yeah. their head. Wait, wait. Yeah, there you go. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before, there's some people wait. that don't even talk in their brain. And, 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 really? And it, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So it, my fiance and I were talking about it. And we're like, how? If you don't have an internal monologue or a voice inside your head, how do you think? Wait. How do you think? I'm mind boggled that not everybody well, talks you know, to yourself like I do. Yeah, like I'm always got something going in my head, yeah. and it's and it's my voice, well, right? Yeah, hundred percent. It's always your own voice. Well, here's another thing. I exact kind of exactly what you were talking about. I saw I might have been on TikTok too. Can you guys see pictures in your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's the same kind of thing. Like, and I've I even read the comments on the TikTok. Like people are like can't believe that other people can actually see like pictures in their mind i i can hunt yeah music pictures like i've always been a very visual like i have a whole freaking movie going on in my brain at all times it's it's like i do too but it's like that one meme that like i thought was a joke but now it's not that i'm learning all this the the dress color no, the lights at night, like where some people see lines like this. Oh, that's when you have an, ast- an astigmatism. But like, Did you know that? No. So I see him sideways like that. Like yeah. the like the 
floaters or whatever. Wait, so some people don't seem like that? No, yeah, some people's vision is completely don't have those little squiggly wait, things. Wait, it's they say you can look this up too. They say people with astigmatism we have, when they see lights, they see the beams coming off the light. We but have a que- we have a question from the audience. You're, hold on, real fast. And if you're going to ask a question, you can walk over here and ask it. Please come over, come over and ask it yourself, please. Yeah, you have to come say on. it in the mic. But come on, yeah. Yep. He, yeah. Well, you have to come okay. talk in the mic so people can hear what you're saying, because I can't mimic. I mean, yeah, just. Other mic's not hooked yeah, up. Yeah, the other mic's not hooked up. So okay. say what you were going to okay. say. What you're talking about, Jake. What you're talking about, Jake. Where the squiggly lines. When you look this at is lights, chance, by the way, people. When you people. look at lights at night, right, and you're saying that. They're squiggly. They, they look weird. Yeah. When I saw that, the meme you're talking about, you I were the like, clear I was one. Like, Wait, why the fuck do people look at lights? What? Like that? I see the lights with the the diagonal line. I don't. Whoa! You don't see it that way. What? You have twenty twenty vision. Yeah, here you can pull this shirt up. You just have to sit those shirts nicely. So that that and, that, and we'll, we'll share the mic. Yeah, but real fast, real fast. That must mean that your eyeballs are perfect circles. I'm as well. still mind blown. I'm still mind blown that there are people. That don't have an inner dialogue. Yeah, so that, I'm, I'm that's, not going to let that main, slide. No, but I, I really so think we need to clip. I I want to attest for that because I do. We all do have our inner dialogues. One of my ex girlfriends, shout out girlfriends. In the past, we would be laying down, like we'd be laying there, or whatever, and she'd be like, "What are you thinking about?" And I'm like, "Nothing. I'm just laying here, like I'm just thinking." And she's like, "I don't like think about anything." So it's like. I can see how when people say that they don't have that, that people really don't have that. But it, it just like I still the whole point of it though is they're saying though like even in moment of thought, like say you're say you're here's the big one for me. What I instantly started thinking about when I heard this, think about like taking like a math test. Yeah, you're gonna be sitting there the whole time, exactly. and in your head you're gonna be like, uh, you take that number and then you do this and you do that and. And you're thinking that in your head the whole time because you're trying to work out yeah. the problem. If someone doesn't have an inner dialogue, how tell, do they do that? I just want to know how you think. Yeah. So I have a question. Like when you need to think, how do you do it? So I have a question for you guys. When you studied notes in the past, okay, and you were taking your test, do you just re- remember the information or do you remember the page in your mind? Because I, when I. I stand by this throughout my life. When I'm studying and I'm taking a test and I see a question and I'm like, I studied this, I see the my actual writing, my actual notebook page in my mind. That's how I remember okay, it. I get what you're asking. I or do you just re- at all. Or do you just remember it? You see what I'm saying? It, what, what's photographic what, memory? What do they always say about people that – because they say that if you take notes – and you don't, and you just read your notes over and over again. You're not actually retaining that information. They say to like turn your notes into questions, so yeah, that way your brain's reta- retaining the information. Is that how you guys studied, Pop? dude? No, I read my notes study. forty million times. What? I, I read my study? notes forty million times, and that's how I remember something. Do you want to know what I had to do? And this is how I got C's, boys. So this isn't anything to brag about. C's get degrees, my guy. C's eat the cheese, and honestly, bro. in college, so did D's. Facts. I had to go into the library. That's why I always went. And I had to write out 
my entire notes page. So, like, you know, they'd give oh, you. Oh, you rewrote it. Okay. You know, they gave yeah. you the question and answer, and, like, you would just write the answer. So I would do that, and then I would go write out the whole thing. And then I'd read it, like, two or three times. And how I remembered stuff is just by clue words. So after reading it so many times, I'd be reading the question, and I'm like, okay, I remember this, I remember this, let's look at the answers here. And then, like, I'd read answers, and I might narrow it down to two. And then I would just keep reading it, and I'm like, no, like, I remember this little group, these couple words, that's it. And that's how I did it. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way, if I, if I understand correctly. I didn't study very much, to be quite honest, but obviously I can't sit here and say I never studied. And it, it was always, if I was studying, it was usually notes and, like, I'm just going through the notes, reading it over and over and over again. I, the way I would remember answers is I think kind of what you're saying with a, with a, a one word, like a keyword from the actual question would trigger my brain to see the associated answer word. So it was like, basically I was only ever remembering two words. If that makes sense. And in turn, I was never retaining the information. And that's why photographic memories fascinate me. Yeah. I, I couldn't even imagine just looking at a page one or two times and just remembering everything that you saw. No, I mean, that's, I, I couldn't, I can't fathom that either. You know, this brings me to another point. What about fucking, how talented are fucking police sketch artists? How do you just yeah, sketch what? a person by you me coming in and being draw like, a yeah, they were, they were like 6'3", um, you know, skinnier face, you know, bigger nose like it's all these little like you know small ear like whatever like and then they just draw it perfectly dude that's what's scary about police sketches is like i i'm not gonna say 100 percent of the time let's say 80 percent of the time it's almost literally spot on to the actual person yeah they get it very close like a lot of the time which is scary right yeah i mean wonder what i'd look like in a sketch Ho- hopefully they portray probably me with some probably girls. hot Probably, yeah, look probably, probably like a snack. Snizzack. But I shouldn't, well, have my, I shouldn't have ripped my pen. Did anybody watch <laughs> Night Night Stalker? With Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Uh, oh. or it's what was it Night Stalker or Night Prowler? Night Walker. Night it's on Nightcrawler. No, no, no. That's Jake it, Gyllenhaal. It's a yeah, that's Jake about Gyllenhaal. About a serial killer in LA in the eighties. No. They named him I think it was called the Night Stalker. It's it's, it, it's about what that kid yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. No, no, no. Well, it, it, that that that's a true story. So it's a documentary. But yes, you are right. Well, fuck. Any anyway, so these people are giving sketches of the guy who's sneaking into people's homes and killing them at night in L.A. in the eighties, right? So they're giving these sketches, and they come up with this police sketch, just like what you guys are talking about, and it's picture of this guy and when they actually find out who it is it looks exactly it's like it's literally identical crazy. to this motherfucker like serial killer bam they yeah. got his picture drawn out they find him so identical. i, I want to backtrack here for a second how does anyone sneak in this, your house it's the 80s it was a different time you don't just lock your door and yeah, your a lot windows? of people didn't lock their doors and windows back then man lot, there was a lot more trust in this country at certain times in life. Here's a better question. What do you think runs through your head to be like, I'm going to go break into somebody's house? 
Wow. That's just a whole other that's story. Very, I don't yeah, even I was know. Say, that's a whole other talk. It's very fascinating to understand whatever has ever gone through a serial killer's head. Dude. Like, when did they just decide, like, oh, I'm going to do this? Imagine, like, I get my rocks off watching, like, my reality girls. Like, The Hills, Siesta Key, all that shit. X on the beach, the challenge, the girls are hot. I'm like, oh, baby, these girls are sexy. Entourage? Entourage, which, great show. We just got the season eight. We can talk about that. And some people are like, oh, I get my rocks off for slicing people up. I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah. It's very, I don't get it. There's some people that dedicate their lives to, like, studying that type of shit. Which you're a weirdo for doing that, too. Let's just put that on. Yeah, I agree. You're also weird. But but in a better way. Yeah. So, we'll, um, me and JT, we've been grinding through Entourage. We talked about the reboots last week. You'll be excited to know we got all the way to season eight. So, we only have eight 30-minute episodes to go. Hop right in the movie. Which I'll, it's not a spoiler. I'll tell you the timeline right now because by the next episode we'll be done already. The movie's exciting because the first scene is supposed to be eight days after the season eight finale. So it's very, nice. very fun. But I just want to know after thinking about it more, does anybody have any ideas what the reboot could be? Yeah, I had I was thinking yesterday and had had a really good thought on this, but now I'm sitting here thinking my thought on this is going to spoil something. So now I don't think I can say it yet. That's well, up to him. That's up to him. Don't say it. Yeah, I can't. Respect. I'm I'm pretty upset because I think it'd be a sick well, it'd be a full season. Well, that. yeah. I I I don't know how it ends, but I would love the reboot to be like straight up Ari Gold in my opinion. It's kind of straight up Ari Gold to begin with because he's the fucking star of the show, in my opinion. But if they're going to do a reboot, let me, let me rephrase. If they're going to do a reboot, they have to have Ari Gold in it, 100%, or it's not going to be I, good. I don't think they can do the reboot without those five. Yeah, I was going to say, they all have to be. Yeah, good. okay. You yeah. could leave out whoever else you wanted, but those five have to be in it. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I'm going to say six. I need Lloyd. I I'll love, it, dude, yeah. I love Lloyd. Lloyd. You can argue a couple other characters, too. Like, Sloane's probably has to be in it. If he's maybe, in a, cam- Sloan maybe cam- a little Sloane cameo. Yeah, like, she's... I'm trying to think who else. Well, what, what's his face from S- Lavin? Yeah, dude, I like him. Scott. Scott yeah, Scott Lavin. And, he, he, oh, oh what about good. Billy? Billy Walsh. Billy, Billy Walsh. Walsh, yeah. Be cool, too. But, like, you could survive without them. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't really survive without the main five. All right, so let let's put JT on the spot because I asked him this earlier this yeah, week, fucking ask and me. he never really gave me an answer, so he'll have to answer now. An entourage, yeah. For what you've seen, where do you, you where do you put it? And like your thing of shows, like is it top five, top no, ten? See, see, you guys might not be happy with my answer here. So, The Office is a great show. Okay. But The Office is also a great show to just put on. I put Entourage with, like, that category. It's not like a Game of Thrones, Yellowstone, Avatar, The Last Airbender kind of show. It's like, I love it. I I enjoy it very much. 
but it's more of like just like a put on and sit back and relax and enjoy it. Even though, even though, which I can agree with you, I guess. Yeah. Even though that like that show was before its time, dude. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Two thousand four, I think. I, so I season think, one came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Like it was way before its time. Yes. It, it it's it still fits timeline wise with what they talk about going on in the world today. Yeah, I mean, I think as of right now, the show is pretty timeless. It it might get dated eventually. I'm sure it will eventually. It's pretty timeless. But I want to know, since you're close to the end, JT, I'd like to hear how you think it's going to end. Do you have any thoughts on that? Any predictions? So I know Vinny Chase is supposed to do a new uh, Airwalk. What is it? A new superhero movie. Airwalker. Yeah, Airwalkers. Right. So season seven. Sorry, people who haven't watched it. Sorry. Uh, season seven ends with him being all coked out in the hospital. Knocking out Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> so season eight. Oh, man, this is tough. I I don't. Well, one, I don't know the time period between season seven and season season eight. So, like. I, I guess I guess rolling. it's Vinny just trying. Finding his way back because he's obviously be... he's obviously going to get a lot of hate for the incident that just happened. The, Look, the how's only, it going to end? The only gap between seven and eight is supposed to be the period of time where Vinny was in rehab, right? So how's it going to so end? So however long he was in rehab, fuck, dude. I, I I don't know. I don't know. There's only one season left. I really don't know. I guess just Vince just trying to get his way back, like trying to get people not to hate him. I guess. Because he's going to get a lot of hate for this. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say you're wrong. Yeah. it's uh, Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, generally, you're, you're right. Th- there's a lot more into it, but, like, the general basis is you're right. But, but like, the uh, the optimist in me can hope, like, Vinny lands a role and he just ends up fucking crushing it and wins, like, an Oscar or something. That would be fire. You want to know what's yeah. wild is you're only thinking of Vinny. You're right, I am, and he's not even the main character. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Somebody like, better not. Oh, no. I know what's going to happen. Fucking Turtles Tequila Company is going to take off. Yeah, but that's cheating. Yeah, but. You saw me watching the movie one time. You're right, I did. Well, that's just Turtle, <laughs> though. That's not the big thing, but that's true. So Fuck it's got to be with E, then. Something with E. It's got to be something. No, it's something with E. What's going to happen I with mean, fucking uh, drama? At, oh, victory! I mean, like at something the point, with drama. At the point where the movie ends. A lot of different things happen. Maybe not so much for E. Like, his life doesn't change that drastically by the end of the movie. Or, oh, Ari's going to get his NFL team. We we can kind of close? explain it a little bit. Because no, remember, don't, hold on. don't explain no, listen, anything. They said that Let's you just could watch the Entourage movie without yeah, watching the right, show. Right, that's what they tried to say. But obviously, if you could still... yeah. Let's just close her out. I and just we'll wanted to out. say my goddamn right. idea. I'll finish, it by, I'll finish it by this week. Next episode, yeah, you can talk fair. about it. Yeah, and, yeah. and then we'll we'll start off with that. So yeah. someone. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right. Hey, it's guys. In my notes. It's been a time. This has been very fun, as always. Very deep convo. Good. 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 Happy. Yeah. Very deep. Very much needed. Um, it's very fun when it's always us three and it's always a good time. So shout out cloud eight. Thanks. Thanks for taking the chance with the old juice box boys. Make sure to follow them on Instagram. At Cloud 8 Delta 8. 
Shout out all my dogs here. Chance, thanks for coming, man. I, I, I hope you enjoyed the cameo. I hope you enjoyed the show we put on because it's always a fucking electric factory. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jerry Nixon Jr. And yeah, shout out all you guys. There's shirts still for sale. I'm sure they'll touch on it. I'm wearing one right now. Bought another one. Chance has his. And here, we'll let Chance shout his shit out. Chance, what do you want to say to the people before they go? Fucking juice box pod is lit. And morning milk is fire. Thanks, bro. That's nice. Preach. Son. Shout out, Chance. What is it? Th- How many episodes have you been on? Two or three? He's on two full episodes. You're gonna have to get us back. You're gonna we're, you're gonna have to get back on for three. You want to come next but, week? You have to be yeah. a third, right. third timer. All yeah. right, next week we'll have chance. On. Chance on third timer next week. So, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at John Theodore Nixon. That's John Theodore Nixon on Instagram. I'm on the Juice Box Podcast Twitter. That's at the Juice Box Pod. That's at the Juice Box Pod. Shout out Cloud Eight. Keep doing what we're doing. We're gonna keep grinding. We're gonna build this thing together. Hashtag Milk Gang. You already know. 8.30 a.m. on Friday. Follow us on Facebook, the Juice Box Podcast. We're not the diabetes, the Juice Box Podcast. Yeah, shout out Morning Milk. I, I loved uh, this morning's episode just because my uh, my little... Check out the fucking Star Wars yeah, shit. Yeah, my little clip that I filmed is in it. So that was pretty cool. I was really upset it didn't get to be in the last one. Yeah, Mickey Mouse brought my fuck Yo... It's what'd you say? It's it's Mickey Mouse. I'm here with your phone, bitch, or Mickey, something like that. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, who? Mickey Mouse from fucking Disney World with your phone, bitch. Yeah, that's, that was hilarious. That had me. That had me fucking going. But uh, anyways, I'm on Instagram at Zarly Price on Twitter at PokeZar. That's Z A. R. Z's and zebra, A's and apple. Are you seriously, Tiggy, going to try to surprise us and not tell us when you're coming home, you bald fuck? R as in Reebok. Don't get it twisted. Bye-bye.